Wow, I haven't heard your voice like in years, man. It's been a long time. It's been it's been at least I don't know like at least twelve years, I think. Twelve years. years. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were actually uh, you were the first person that I've met from another country virtually ever. Like back then, really? you know, we go back really? like 15, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- am I the second? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be the second. <laughs> I am Joseph. Thank you all for tuning in with my podcast called The Joseph Journey. In this podcast, we will be interviewing people from all over the world to hear their stories and to get to know them. Today, we have a special guest based in Miami, Florida. He is a civil engineer and also extreme sports enthusiast. He is the owner of the number one Greek website for NBA news. Please help us welcome to the show, Marquis the Greek. <laughs> Yay! Let's go, let's go. <laughs> good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Miami. I'm having my coffee ready in front of the, of the monitor, ready for this. Yeah. I remember Marquis when we used to play on real tournaments a long time ago, but I only knew him as the... Greek guy. I didn't know much about you. So until this day, I still don't know in which part of uh, Greece did you live. Um, so I I was born and uh, raised in Athens, in uh, the capital. The capital. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I stayed over there for like my whole life, basically. Uh, my father is from uh, Syros Island. It's the capital right. of the Cyclades. It's very close to Mykonos and Santorini, the most two most popular islands in uh, Greece. And uh, my mother is from uh, Yanena, which is on the north part of uh, northwest part of uh, Greece in uh, Epirus. Both amazing, amazing cities. We used to go in the summers, you know, go see the grandparents. But our base was always Athens, the capital. Oh, that's so cool! Oh wow! wow. It's crazy, crazy rhythms though. Like Athens has crazy rhythms. I mean, it's not like New York, of course, but it's a city which has half of the population of the country. So imagine like five billion people living in a country. Like it, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Because was is is Athens a diverse uh, population or is it mostly Greek people? It's uh, it's mostly Greek people. Uh, basically, the whole the whole country. Uh, has people from all over the world. I would say the most of uh, most of the immigrants that we have are from uh, nearby countries, like from the Balkans. So mostly uh, we have Albanian people. Then we have some people from Bulgaria, Romania, and a lot from uh, ex-USSR countries like uh, Kazakhstan, Belarus, and a lot of people from Russia. A lot of people from Russia as well. There were a lot of them. Uh, if you go back in time, there was a, an area in uh, in the Black Sea. Uh, it was called Pontus. So there were plenty of Greeks in the Pontian area. Uh, there was like fights back in the back in the day. There was like a big genocide of the Greek population back then, and then a lot of people over there had to flee into other countries. So they went to. Uh, the USSR later on, and that's how they came back to Greece years oh, later. I they see. found the opportunity, the government told them like, hey, you can come back to your own country. So a lot of people came back 
from ex-USSR countries through uh, those uh, laws back then. Wow, wow, wow. that's very interesting. Very interesting. I didn't know that. So, how was it uh, growing up over there? Well, I mean, growing up as a kid, uh, I mean, it's nice. The things that you get, uh, you can meet friends easy and stuff. But the thing is that Athens, I wouldn't say it's a place for for a kid to grow up. Like the rhythms are crazy. Uh, there is a lot of concrete everywhere. There is houses on the top of houses on the top of houses. Very few. Uh, green spaces yeah yeah very few parks uh the only good thing is that you have easy access to to the beach like you, uh-huh. you're not far away you're mostly i would say like from whatever spot of athens you are or attica in general you are maximum 40 to 45 minutes away from any beach maybe less than that oh, wow. athens yeah. is surrounded by 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 the sea so people could easily spot you on the beach yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was the, that was the hot spot back then yeah. <laughs> Um, I see. Growing up in Athens, it's not good, but the thing is, it is it is good from the part that you learn a lot of things that I don't think other kids or other teenagers in, in Europe see. Like when I was a teenager, like when I was 15, 16 years old, and I started exploring Athens, um, not only the limits of my town. My town is the third biggest town, not only in Athens, but in, in Greece in general. It has like a half a million population. It's called oh, it's, uh, it's not the same size as uh, Rotterdam, yeah. Is it as big as Rotterdam? Uh, almost. Is it like how 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 big? Like uh, half a million of uh, people population? Um, I think it's now at six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand, yeah. More or less, yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine like kind of the same, uh, more or less big of a town. Like Omonia Square is full of people from uh, Afghanistan, India, Bangladesh. Oh, yeah. You will see people from Africa too. Uh, Somalia, where else? Tunisia, Angola. You Even see, Angola? Yeah, man, you will see. Oh, so cool. In, in <laughs> Athens, you will see people from every single country in the world. I, like, I've met people from the most in, in, insane places. I'm like, wow, we have people like that here. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> One thing that I always have been wondering is how difficult is it to learn Greeks? Because... For me, as a Portuguese, it sounds like it's Portuguese or a little bit like Spanish, but I cannot understand a single word. Yeah, well, uh, Greek uh, Greek actually is a very tough language. It's a very hard language to 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 learn. The pronunciation, the pronunciation itself. If you hear me speaking Greek or anybody speaking Greek, it, it looks like Spanish, Portuguese, Spanish. Or yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like that. The first experience that I had with Greek was when I visited Athens like uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And the TV was on, but I went to the other room and somehow I felt like I was listening to some Portuguese or Spanish channel, but I couldn't <laughs> understand a single word. So that was so weird for me, but it was also funny. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Like, uh, let me tell you this, uh, here in the States... I, I used to work uh, in the beginning when I came in as a server into restaurants so I can pay my tuitions and everything in the university because I came to do my master's here. And a lot oh, of people, okay. because of my accent, of how I was speaking English... They uh, thought they you were Spanish. That, yes, yeah. They said, oh, you're from Spain or you're from Argentina. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's true. Yeah, something like that. But, but the language itself, Greek, is very hard because of its grammar. The syntax yeah. is very similar to Spanish. It's not that hard. But the grammar, well, okay.
because I always knew that you were in Greece and then all of a sudden you told me you are living in Miami now. I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> what What made you make that choice? Did you go there with your family? Did you go alone? What was the reason to? Yeah, we, we took all a big uh, decision back in 2008, I think. that's If you remember, that was the time where we had like a global financial crisis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah. The market crashed horribly in the United States. All the real estate went down like 78%. And in general, the whole world yeah. was going really bad on the economy. So um, we knew Greece was in a very tough position economically. Like We would see that the debt was rising extremely. Mm -hmm. And we knew that that would affect our lives in the years to come. So oh. my father... He started looking at, at uh, countries abroad. So his uh, first option was uh, Canada. Canada, he okay. Had, he had some friends over there, and there's also a very big uh, Greek community in Canada, especially in Montreal and uh, Quebec. Okay. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, um, yeah, yeah. he doesn't like the cold. He hates the cold weather. Where to I, was about, I was about <laughs> to say that. I was about to say that. I can relate. I can relate. I cannot go to Canada because of that. It's too cold. It's it's too cold, man. Like like in in the winter it goes like minus twenty Celsius, minus twenty five. We're talking about crazy yeah. numbers, like temperatures that I've never experienced. Never My, experienced. No. I, I can't even imagine how cold that is. You're like close to zero Celsius to minus extreme. No, I don't think it's it's a good plan. Uh, <laughs> nobody's gonna find me there. Yeah. So y'all were looking at at uh, Canada, but the cold. Okay, y'all wrote that off. Uh, how did y'all land on Miami? Okay. Yeah, so then, then he had a second option before Miami. So uh, then he was thinking about Brazil. Oh, so, Brazil. So I'm like, okay. hey, Brazil, let's go. Let's go. My time <laughs> I, know why, I know why he's <laughs> so happy. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's go. So he was looking at Rio. He was looking at Santos. Um, and uh, But the things that he thought it was... A little bit maybe too dangerous for, for, for my mom and my brothers were not to uh, grow up yet at that time. So mm -hmm. it's like, nah, maybe not the best option right now. So then out of uh, out of nowhere, like I just tell him, hey, why don't you check out Miami? Just just like that. Miami wait, wait. So Miami was your choice? Miami was my choice. Smart. Uh, it came completely out of nowhere. Um, Miami, I was... I was thinking about Miami since I was like 12 years old. Miami Heat? The Miami Heat, yeah, yeah. I was, I like the Miami Heat a lot. I, I like the beaches. I mean, I've seen so many movies as a kid. But okay, as a kid, you don't have the perspective of like the life growing up there or something. I just liked it as a destination. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. me, since yeah, I was a yeah. kid, uh, I was telling my parents, hey, uh, at some point in my life, I'm going to leave Greece and I'm going to go to the United States. To, to be over there. I don't know. Oh, okay. For, I don't know for yeah. how long, for what reason, but I'm going to go to the States. So you, that was yeah. already settled in your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I okay. had it for years, years back. So I was 20, 21, I think, when I dropped the idea. Yeah. So I just tell him, hey, why don't you go to Miami? And my dad had the perspective of Miami as most, I think, of the older generation has. You know, uh, high criminality and drugs, yes. and like you know, yes, that's true. basically Miami Vice. You know, if you watch the movie, that's their perspective. <laughs> that's how I think as well. That's why I'm so yeah. curious about yeah, this yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's not like uh, 
it's not like that at all. Ella. It should just let me sip some water. Yeah, no, no problem, no problem. So you, um, so y'all were talking about Brazil, but why uh, did Brazil Brazil fall off? The the Brazil Brazil fall off just because of like uh, potential high criminality. Like my father did not think that that's the best place for for my mom to be. My mom had to be always secure. Somebody had to be with her the whole time. He was not sure of how my brother would be able to uh, get into the educational system of Brazil, how tough it would be for them. I mean, yeah, there are Greek schools oh, yeah. in Brazil. There are. Uh, yeah. And there is a big, also Greek community in Brazil, in uh, yeah. in Rio and uh, Santos. But uh, he was not sure of how easy it would be for them to join another country with such a different culture from, from the Greek. That's country. true. That's true. And yeah, that makes back sense. Then, yeah. We're talking about my brothers. I have we're four brothers in total. I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, only, I only know one. I forgot his name. Uh, his, his name is Alex, but he used to use the nickname Panathas back then. Panathas, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. I know. So, my little brother so knows him as well. We used to play yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a very actually, beautiful that's, play, how, yeah. that's why it was happening. Like I was playing with Joseph and my brother was playing with yours. Like at other hours. It's crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh he is twenty-six now, and I have twin brothers also that they are now twenty-one, they're turning twenty-two on January. Okay. So my oh, twin brothers okay. back then they were like thirteen, fourteen when this discussion started. So they were too young for such a huge change in their life. Especially to go like in, in South America. South America is a very dangerous place for, especially if you don't speak the language. Yeah, and because they, they had to speak Portuguese, because I mean, they, yeah, yeah, you yeah. start from scratch. I mean, it's not like you go to a country where they speak English as well. The majority of them speak Portuguese and nothing else in, in Brazil. That's true. Yeah. Um, so then we just landed to Miami. My father just came here to see the place. He came on. Like, like for just Christmas and Thanksgiving vacation, basically. And he came for two weeks and uh, he had some people that he knew here. They showed him around and he's like, guys, this is the place. This so the place. so we, he went alone first to scout a little bit? Yeah, yeah. He came okay. here and when was it? Like, I think 2010, 2009, something like that. And he came with my mom right. together just to spend like two or three weeks together. He came here, he went like to the most, uh, like to nice places. And um, he's like, guys, the place is nice. It's nothing like the movies. It's nice. It's warm. It's sunny. Uh, the people are so happy. They are smiling. Uh, the people of South America, they have like the same culture, kind of like the Greeks. They're very happy. They're very friendly. They are smiling. They're willing to help you. So he was really excited about the place when, when he came here for the first time. When I think about Miami, I always think about the heat. Is it like summer all day, every day, or do you guys have winter as well? Uh, well, our, our winter is actually, how can I describe it? Like a, a very warm spring. Like it, it doesn't get cold, cold in Miami. Like we have cold for like a week, maybe two weeks within the year. Usually it's one week uh, in January and one week in February. These are like the coldest, if I can say, months to be in uh, South Florida in general. Where the temperature goes in the morning, you may see like 10 Celsius. And in the, you know, in the afternoon, it will be like 18, 17. That's but the coldest? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the, the coldest. coldest. That's oh the coldest my I've God. ever experienced. Yeah. 
Oh, wow, like, wow. With, with like with like a hoodie, you're fine. You don't feel the cold that much. You're you're fine up there. I need to go scout as well. Yeah, <laughs> the first time that you came in contact with a typhoon in Florida, because I know uh, typhoons hit there often. How was that experience for you? Oh yeah, we had what was it, Hurricane uh, Irma. That one, of course, there was Hurricane. I think uh, what was it name Matthew before it, but it, it didn't even land in Florida. Hurricane Irma landed in Florida, and that was a a good impact. Like there was a category four, I think. Um, yeah. It was a little uh, scary in the beginning. Okay, the house that we live right now, we have uh, shutters, so we were, had to put the shutters in, into all the windows of the house oh, wow. in order to protect them. Wow! So everybody has a generator, right? Uh, we didn't have a generator, and up to today. So like, you had to use you candles. Know, yeah, it was like uh, candles and like flashlights. We were just having batteries. Yeah. I see. So the hurricane landed and we lost electricity for a whole day. I was lucky. It was just for one day. I know people that yeah. were without electricity for like a week and 10 days. That's a lot. That's, That's a lot. way too long. That's way too um, long. The experience was very scary because you would hear the wind. You didn't know what's going on outside because remember, there's you, you have shut down your windows. You don't know what's going on there. There's plenty of rain and mostly wind. The wind was very scary. Like I've never heard of the wind the same way hitting the house or like anything like that before. It was too strong. Um, but yeah, it was. Do do you, do you still get uh, terrified by such things, or is it something that you are uh, aware of, and so you are better prepared? How do how do you feel? Because I know in Europe we don't have those type of winds here. So it must be a very big shock for you, right? It was a shock in the in the beginning, but let me let me tell you this: uh, you get used to it. It's not because uh, from I think May to November, it's, it's that's the hurricane season that we have down here in Florida. Uh, if you're not getting hit by a hurricane, you will get hit at least by one tropical storm. And let me tell you this: a tropical storm is also pretty scary, like water all mm. over. And wind, <laughs> mostly water. Like, uh, do you do you have a boat? Do you have a boat? We have actually. Like we really. There's like videos on on YouTube if you go and you just put Florida man using kayak. I will be seeing you. You you will see people like taking their kayaks on the streets and like going with it. Like it's really fun. What advice would you give to someone wanting to move to the United States? Um, let me tell you this: it's you, you if you want if you want to come to the United States, you need to come for a reason. Like know why you're coming here. Like, okay. are you coming here to invest? Are you coming here to do a master's degree, a PhD, or like to your bachelor? Um, like, are you coming here as just as a tourist for a few weeks? Like, what's your scope? Like, the first thing you need to settle in your mind is like, why I want to move in the United States? Let's just say I'm a regular person and I just want to, I'm not sure yet. I'm just, I just want to scout. Let's just say I want to go for two years and then figure out if I want to, if that's the place for me to be or are those, are, are there things that I should know beforehand? Yeah, well, the most important is that uh, immigration is uh, a little tough here. Uh, okay. So if you just want to explore the country, let's say, 
Yeah. Uh, you can the tourist uh, the tourist visa is good for three months, so you can come for a whole term. Okay. Spend it here however you want. You can find a nice, uh, you know, if you have uh, friends like I got monkeys here already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, you can rent on an Airbnb or somewhere to stay for for three months, and then you can just go explore around. Basically, that's how my my father came into this country. Just okay. Stay first and explore. And then, and then, if you switch to staying, do you have to have a job ready for you, or can you just move in and with some savings and then start from living from your no. savings? Is it possible no. to do that? That's do you the have hard. To? That's the hard part now. Uh, the thing is okay. that it's not like how we are in Europe and especially in European Union, because you know you can exactly. leave the Netherlands at any time and go to Greece and work. With True. just your ID, you don't need anything else. You can take your tax ID number the next day. You can leave the Netherlands, go to Germany, go to Italy, go anywhere. Yep. And you don't need anything. You are a citizen of Europe. That's what you are. Now, yep. that thing happens in the United States. Yeah, I can go from Florida and work in California, go to Iowa, go to New York, Chicago, wherever. And I can do that. The thing is that if you are a foreigner, you're coming here, it's much harder for you to get... Uh, a job authorization, a work authorization. Okay. Um, like for me, for example, I got work authorization through my studies. Uh, uh, because you studied there. Yeah. Okay. So I left uh, Greece and I came here to do my master's in civil engineering. And after I finished my degree, yeah. I got full work authorization to go and work out as a civil engineer. That's because you finished right. your master's or because they scouted you to the to work for them? It was it was a little bit of both. Uh, actually, the government is giving you here, if you're a, a science, technology, engineer, and medical right. um, student, okay, uh, you have up to uh, three years to um, go ahead and work and practice basically what you learned in your degree. Okay. So I finished my degree, and by the time I finished, uh, my advisor, my uh, the professor that I had in the university, my advisor said, "Hey, that company is, is looking for employees. I talked to them about you. Go do an interview." Oh, that's pretty nice. So basically, your uh, teacher, your professor, was the one who introduced you to that company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and actually, that's the job I still have up to today. My first interview, and boom, my first work right there. I got the job on the first interview. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That was uh, that's a miracle. That, that was a miracle. Um, now, back on the work authorization. You can come here in the United States but as an investor too, but you need to invest a lot of money in order to get the visa. Okay. Uh, investing visa. There is also a working visa, not a green card, uh, uh, which you take if you're a specialist or something. So let's okay. say you are really good in uh, computer science. I'm going to bring that as an example because the United States are in big need of computer science uh, employees from all over the world. They and they are getting paid like really big money here. But like, wait, is that money. everywhere in USA or is it just in San Francisco? No, no, anywhere, anywhere. The United States really wants people from uh, computer science, like uh, IT technology guys. Okay. Uh, everywhere. Like, if you have a degree on that, it's easier for you to get uh, a working visa here for like uh, five or ten years. Maybe I should oh, start wow. scouting. 
<laughs> and I don't know what's your what's your background like. What, what did you uh, study over the years? I, I'm a software developer. Software ah, there you go. You already got it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And He's already excited. I'll start. I I'm excited. What, I don't know about the salaries in in Europe, but here in the states, you score six-digit salaries, even if you are like a rookie for wow. that job. We're talking about 100 to 120k a year as a That's, rookie. As a rookie. Wait. And that is just a regular salary, or is that if you work as a, let's say, for yourself, but you are hired uh, by a company? Self-employed, I don't know, because it depends on basically how well you work and how well you okay. sell your software. But if you go into a company, that's what they're paying. That's nice. For, for like entry oh, level, crazy. they pay close to six digits. That's nice. Like the salaries here in the United States are, like, are crazy. But but how about tax? Are the tax also very high or? That depends on the state that you are. For example, here in Florida, we don't have a state tax, so you make actually more money. So what do you mean we don't have state tax? Don't you pay any tax for? You pay uh, federal taxes, so the system is a little different. You okay. pay taxes to the state, and you pay tax to the federal government. Okay. Uh, some states have both. So you need to pay your own state and you need to pay the federal government too. Okay. For example, California is one of the states with like really high taxes and especially really high state taxes. Uh, okay. Florida, on the other hand, has zero state taxes. So you only pay the federal government. You don't have to worry about like paying 10, 20, 30% of your salary into the state taxes. And that's one of the big reasons that NBA players select to come to Florida to play. Miami Heat. For the Heat or like Orlando Magic. Okay. So, yeah, that's one big plus. Because like, hey, oh, I'm going to make an extra 5 million a year, 7 million a year. I don't have to just pay them in taxes. You know? that's, a, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So, bas like, so basically, if, let, let's just say I want to take a break from the Netherlands. I think USA would be one, especially Florida, would be a very good place to... Um, do some savings, like do some extra work to get some savings. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And with the money okay. that you can make here, like if you come like for a little bit, like you can just come for like five years or like eight years, the money yeah. that you will save if yeah. you go, let's say, back to the Netherlands uh, after it, yeah, uh, you can start. A, you can you can buy your own house. You'll have money on savings for later on. You you you're gonna have a good and convenient life in, in Europe. I see. How how about how is uh, insurance there? Is it well covered? Do you have to cover it yourself? Um, depends on the company that you are. For example, okay. the company that I am, my company pays full medical and dental insurance, and also um, what's it called? Uh, the eye insurance. So, oh, that's I'm, nice. I'm, I'm covered completely. My company pays everything, and I don't pay a single dollar. Now, if, for example, you are married and you want to put your wife into the same insurance plan, then that comes out of your pocket. It's so okay. we are talking about like uh, an extra two, three hundred, four hundred, depending on the plan that you are, just to for your wife to be. Wait, wait, three hundred a month? A month, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm telling you, it is expensive, expensive for the European salaries. That's true. That's salaries, true. It's nothing. Money, nothing. Yeah, yeah. And also depends on where you work. Because okay, there are there are positions that you make 
40 and 30,000 a year and there are positions like mine where I make 75 to 80 a year and positions like yours that make six digits. Uh, I see, I see. I so see. it depends actually on the type of position that you are in, the, the type of work that you are doing. Uh, the things that, uh, except the insurance, which is a big cost for everybody in the United States, especially if you are self-insured, then 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 it's really expensive. Like if you decide to do your own insurance, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty salty. Yeah. Like you may be looking at like six hundred a month or something like that, five six hundred a month individual, just for you, not your family, just for you. That's crazy. Now, if you add kids and if you add your wife, yeah, that's yeah, like the numbers go into crazy numbers. Uh, but uh, I mean, depends also. You can make a good life here in the United States. Like the money, the salaries are good, but depends. Like I told you, in which state you are living, which state you are living. Pay, yeah. How is the insurance and also the cost of living in the state? And I, I, want, I want to know one more, one more thing that's very important for me when I go to a country. Mm-hmm. What? How is security? Like, and for example, you know, I'm mixed blood, so I'm not white. I'm not really dark. I'm light skinned So I want to know how. I hear a lot of things in the news, but how do you experience? How do you see things through your eyes in Miami? Well, in Miami, it's like, a, it's, it's mixed culture. It's, uh, I would say that Miami is not part of the United States or part of Florida in general. Miami oh. is Miami. It's people from all over the world, from different countries. Like you will rarely see like a racist uh, incident in Florida. Okay. Like, like the scenes that you see in the news, like in, in Michigan, in Detroit or Chicago or Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will not see them in Miami. Okay. You will not see them in Miami. Like people are are friendlier here. And let me tell you this: people are not racist in Miami. Like uh, white to black or like uh, white to Latinos. That doesn't that happen much. much? Oh, no, okay. no. But you know what's funny? What there is racism between Latinos. Yeah, but that's <laughs> always that's always Mexicans and uh, like for example, Cubans Puerto Rican. With, uh, Colombians or like Cuba with Puerto Ricans with Colombians like they don't like each other yeah yeah they like each other like you will see sometimes you will see funny incidents in the supermarket happening like that but uh, in general you will not see uh, racism uh, violence or something like that in, in Miami So you mentioned that you you like kayaking and you like the extreme sports. Is that something you got into when you got to Miami or did you like that when you were back in Greece? Well, I I used to like it back in Greece, but the thing is I never had somebody to do it with me. Uh, (laughs) Everybody was too scared. They were thinking I was crazy. In in Greece, we have plenty of extreme sports you can do. Skydiving, you can do bungee jumping. We have a bunch of bridges that you can do bungee jumping, uh, parasailing. You can do whatever you can imagine in Greece because we have uh, mountains, we have the sea. You can do whatever comes to your mind from the same sports. Now, when I came to Miami, uh, again, I had no one to do things with, but uh, 
I met my girlfriend two years ago. Um, she's from Colombia, and she was into sports. So we went skydiving. Uh, we started... How was it? I saw. I think I saw the picture. I saw the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that, that was crazy. I'm still jealous. I want to do it as well, but it's a really nice experience. But one advice: don't eat anything before. Oh, okay. Go, go empty stomach. Go empty stomach. You're crazy, man. But I want to see it. I want to see. It. I don't. I don't think I would be able to do it, but I want to see you do it. Yeah. <laughs> and one, one, one more question. Like you live in Miami, mm -hmm. you like basketball. What? But what's your favorite team? And have you ever watched a game? And what? What game? How is it to watch a game? Because I never watched a game, basketball, NBA game before. But I want to watch. How was I... it? It's it's a it's a great experience. So let me. I don't know if you've been to a basketball game in uh, in Europe. Not yet. Not no, yet. never. It's like because I I know basketball in Europe because I also watch the Euro League, the Euro Cup, like all the European uh, big championships that they go around. I know that the Netherlands. I don't think they do. They have like a big team. I'm I'm not sure. I don't think. Like, so. I don't think so. I know that Spanish people, the Sp Spaniards are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Spain, Greece, and Spain, I think Greece, Italy is pretty good, and Russia, and, Russia, uh, okay. Lithuania too. Lithuania, yes, okay. yeah, 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 Lithuania. They are very good. Um, I used to watch basketball in, uh, in 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 Greece. I used to go to games, and then on, when I came here for the first time, my first game was Toronto Raptors Miami Heat. So I went okay. to the Heat game. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine got the tickets. Guys, like the, it's so different. It's is, so it, different. is it expensive? Is it too expensive to go, or is it affordable? Uh, depends on who you play against. Okay. And how good of seats we are talking about. For example, uh, me, whenever I go, I always go on section one. Like I want to see the game oh. right there. Yeah, from there. Like I usually go on um, on the corners, like close, like behind the basket. Oh, so that you can um, see the yeah, yeah. like, like the action happening right right in front of me, and I go like on row between row ten and row twenty. Oh wow! You can okay. see everything from there. Great? Like literally, you can see the whole court, the benches, everything. But it's okay. the whole atmosphere that you get. Um, they have a fire show. Uh, the cheerleading show is way better than in Europe. Uh, and the, and let me take you to the game itself: the dunks, the three points, the plays that they do. Way far ahead from uh, European, yeah. Games. In skill, skill wise, skill wise, or yeah, of yeah. course, skill wise, yeah. completely different. Yeah. I would tell you that uh, strategy wise, when it comes to like more smart defending games, yeah. Europe is way better. Okay, uh, like on on defending, but like the way they play offense in the United States, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's unique. It's crazy. They just go all in. They just go all in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and I, I so, go like quite a few games every year. Uh, this okay. year I actually went on the last game of the Heat before uh, we were playing the Timberwolves, Minnesota. And that was the okay. last game. And then uh, by the time we got out of the game, they said NBA shuts down. Wow. For the year because of COVID. So, so, so you were pretty lucky. But is yeah. it safe to say that uh, Miami Heats are the number one in your in your opinion? Or is well, it just because you live in Florida? Well, I, I, 
I like the Miami Heat for years now. Like I go back in 2006 when we got the first championship. Okay, uh, but but back when you were in Europe, what what was your favorite team? Was the Heat as well? Oh, Or... no, no. As a kid, as a kid, I loved Sacramento Kings. I loved okay. Sacramento Kings. There was I... a, a the, the reason why is because we had the player that used to play in my team in Greece. I support oh. uh, Park. I and, see. I see. And actually, uh, yesterday, or oh, yesterday, yeah, 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 yesterday, we were playing uh, Eindhoven in the in the Netherlands. Oh, really? Okay. In uh, in football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so a player, oh. a player from uh, our team in the basketball team, uh, Peja Stojakovic, mm -hmm. he moved from our team to the NBA and he played for the Kings. So that's how I started watching NBA games. I, I wow. love the Kings. I love Stojakovic, who is like one of the smart, sharpest shooters in the history of the sport, together with like huge names. Uh, Ray Allen and, uh, of course, Steph Curry right now. Uh, so I liked the Kings back then. But then I started watching also other games and other teams. And when I saw Dwayne Wade playing, I'm like, wow. This dude is good? Yeah, he, he's the best uh, shooting guard for me after Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. He's number three. The way his body was moving, uh, the dunks, the Euro steps, the mind that he had, the mentality, crazy. So I started watching the Heat from 2006 when we got the first championship. And up to now, 14 uh, years, I'm in a Heat. 14 years. Wow, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, that's a lot. It's been a Even long journey. Even on the mediocre years that we were like, we finished like, you know, in the last places, I still continue watching the, the heat. Once again, I would like to thank you very much, Makis, for joining us today and for giving us some info about Miami and Florida as well. I'm glad that you could share some stories with us, and I'll, you will probably see me scouting. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for the, for the opportunity that you gave me, guys. Uh, I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time. Uh, it's nice to, to connect uh, like with you, Joseph, after like so, so many years. Yeah, and then finally hear your voice like after like, what, 11 or 12 years. And it was nice to meet, uh, nice to meet Alex too. Uh, so, Marcus, is there anything else you would like to share with our viewers and listeners before we end this episode? We do have a website. Like, if anybody's listening from Greece, we have Greek people uh, listening. We have the number one website for the NBA news. Uh, it's up for like two years now. It's called NBAPolics.gr. Daily uh, news, trades, injury reports. Stay safe. Uh, be careful. Always wear your mask and uh, keep your social distance. Yeah, stay safe. Stay safe, man. I, I give give your brother a big hug. We'll do. I will never forget. Yeah, yeah, we'll do, we'll do. And uh, thank you very much. And yeah, that's it for today. Stay tuned for the next episode, and we will make sure to come with new heat. <laughs> <laughs>